If you've ever been in the market for a new home, you know home shopping can be a lot. There's so much you don't know and so much you need to know. What are the neighborhoods like? What are the schools like? Who is the agent who knows the listing or neighborhood best? And why can't all this information just be in one place? Well, now it is on homes.com. They've got everything you need to know about the listing itself. But even better, they've got comprehensive neighborhood guides and detailed reports about local schools. And their agent directory helps you see the agent's current listings and sales history. Homes.com collaboration tools make it easier than ever to share all this information with your family. It's a whole cul-de-sac of home shopping information, all at your fingertips. Homes.com. We've done your homework. eBay Motors is here for the ride. Remember when you first saw the potential and then through some elbow grease, fresh installs, and a whole lot of love, you transformed 100,000 miles and a body full of rust into a drive that's all your own? Look to your left. Look to your right. It's official. No one's got a ride like this. There's nothing else that sounds like, feels like, or looks like the set of wheels in your garage. With over 122 million parts, you can make sure your number one ride or die stays running smoothly. So there's no limit to how far you can take it. Brake kits, turbochargers, engines, exhaust kits, roof racks, LED headlights, bumpers, whatever your baby needs, eBay Motors has it. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, it's guaranteed to fit your ride the first time, every time, or your money back. Plus, at these prices, well, you're burning rubber, not cash. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. Welcome to the Jill on Money podcast. It is Friday, January 8th, and this morning we will get the December employment report. It is likely to show a further deceleration in hiring. Estimates are all over the place. Let's call it 100,000 jobs. Far cry from that 4.8 million print in the spring, huh? Uh, 100,000 jobs. I don't know. The unemployment rate's going to be 6.7, 6.8-ish. But you know what the story is. The story is the economy's got to slow down as the virus has been surging. And we're going to see more evidence of that. This is the December month monthly number. It will probably be worse in January and February, uh, depending on what's going on in the pandemic. Long story short is that the reality on the ground is different depending on where you live. You still have to be careful, but the economy is slowing from that initial snapback. It's going to slow down in the first half of the year, and then it's going to go I think it's going to probably in the second half of the year go nuts on the upside. I just think there's going to be a lot of pent up demand. Mark and I are already planning our trips. I'm not thinking about getting on a plane until October, Mark. What about you? Okay. So we're thinking October is our time. I don't know where I'm going, but I'd love to go to Italy. I might have to stay in the United States for a while. Okay. Let's get to your questions. Pat writes, that I'm getting ready to re- ready to retire in a few months. My wife is concerned we're it's too early. Okay, Pat says I'm 62 in February. My wife just turned 58. We've got a million dollars in taxable accounts, 287,000 in Roth accounts. I plan on taking social security at 62. Annually it'll be about 21,700 bucks. My wife will take hers at her full retirement age, which will be about 29,500 annually. 
My wife also receives a pension um, that she will get at age 65. It'll be $22,000 a year. We estimate annual expenses around 85000 So I know you're doing that math with me, right? 30 50, 60, 70. So it's $70,000 of income. Annual expenses of around 85 grand in the first year of retirement. House is paid off. No car loans, no credit cards. Are we ready for retirement? Should we postpone? I think you're too young. I, th- I mean, I, you, I think you can probably make it, but why are we retiring right this second? The numbers I can probably make work. But what if something bad happens? Like what if someone got sick? What if you needed to dip into that million dollars in a more significant way? And also, I hate the idea of taking Social Security at 62. I really do. Such a ripoff. Yeah, there's no cash on hand, really. So, you know, the million, it's taxable. So it's not really a million. There's money in the Roth. I don't know. It sounds early to me. I'd need a little bit more detail. Are you unhappy working? I guess that's the other question. Nick says, I'm a repeat emailer and avid listener. I was laid off at the beginning of COVID. I rolled my company retirement accounts from Fidelity into a New York Life, into New York Life variable annuities. One IRA, one Roth IRA. I'm just pausing. We also signed my wife off for a million dollar term policy. I didn't qualify at the behest of an old friend who now works at New York Life. What felt like a financial safety net for our now one-year-old son now feels like I handed over my simple fidelity accounts to an untouchable product with a lot of fees. Mark, I'm going to have a, I'm like jumping out of my skin right now. I got to calm down. Okay. There's 18 grand in an IRA, 14,000 in a Roth. My question, should I keep funding these accounts and deal with the baggage? Should I start from scratch with new retirement accounts? And then uh, self-manage when my surrender charges expire, roll the whole thing over. I've got no other investments, retirement accounts, mortgage rent. Okay. (sighs) Yeah, I said, Mark says some friend. Everyone, if you have a friend who works in the insurance industry, do me a favor and just contact us first and we'll tell you about your friend. Okay. You got snookered a bit not illegal, but it was terrible advice. And it was a crappy sale. Surrender charge paying 10% right now would just make me vomit. So I think you got to wait a few years, but what you should do is make sure that whatever accounts you're, whatever sub accounts you're using are the cheapest ones, usually an index fund for anything new going forward. There will be no talking to this person at New York life. You will just start from scratch when you begin. Hopefully you're working again, but no, keep the accounts for now. I don't want you to pay all this these fees. Lindsay writes, I love your podcast. I've been listening for years. I appreciate the no-nonsense approach and explanations of the details. Couple of questions. Are we on track for a decent retirement or are we off base? I'm 33. My husband's 37. Got a two-year-old and another baby on the way. I earn 72 grand a year and my husband's income ranges, but it's about 56,000. We've got 57,000 in savings. 40 of that is our emergency reserve. We have an HSA and an HRA, health reimbursement account. I never heard that acronym before. $34,000 combined. We have a 529 plan for our son and we'll open another one for our next child. I've got $58,000 in a 401k. My husband will receive a pension. He's got an annuity. Um, He's got a small 401k. Our only debt is our mortgage. House is valued at two forty. We've got one hundred sixty-seven thousand dollars to go. We're about to spend ten to fifteen grand on a small remodel. 
I'm not sure I completely understand my husband's retirement accounts. I'm not sure what questions to ask. I'd love your direction on what to focus on and what to change. Okay, Lindsay, first of all, what you should be doing is that you should talk to whoever is like the manager of that pension plan and just say, well, explain to me what, what's happening here is, are we contributing? Is the company contributing? I don't, you didn't give me a lot of the background. His old 401k sounds like you might've rolled it already into an IRA rollover for you. I would much rather you put more money into your retirement account than open a 529 plan. Okay. And what you should do is just call the people who manage the pension and say, explain the pension to me. How many years does my husband have to work here? At what point does he get the pension? What is the calculation of this pension? Then you've got to do your own retirement planning calculations. And you can do that with any calculator that's online. There's probably one at the principal. There's probably one at Vanguard, but you know, just you can plug the numbers in, but you need more info for sure. So you just want to know the details. When does he qualify? How many years does he have to have in? What's the formula? And find out, you know, if he were to stay here until let's say age 60, what would be the amount of money he would receive in pension income? Then you use that number, you plug it into the calculator. All right. Nellie says, I'm 32 years old, single, no kids. I quit my full-time job in October. Are you insane? Okay. Sorry. My question is, I always laugh about these things. Like, I'm just going to quit my job in the middle of a pandemic. Why not? Uh, Question is what to do with my old 403B. So there's two old accounts. One is a previous full-time employer. One is where I do some part-time work. Should I leave my 403B with my previous employer? Or is it okay to consolidate and roll over into my traditional and Roth IRAs? Yeah. Yes, absolutely. You should always consolidate your accounts if you can. For the previous full-time employer with the $11,000, you can roll that into your traditional IRA. Okay. The per diem employer with the $16,000, I don't know if you're still contributing to that. If you're contributing to that, you leave it alone. Fine. The other one I would definitely consolidate. It makes it, makes it easier. This is a nice thing. Uh, I adore you and the show is always a treat for me. These days when it comes down to making financial decision, I think to myself, what would Jill do or say? You're like my financial guardian angel. Happy holidays with warmest regards, Nellie. Mark says she wouldn't say quit your job in October. I'm hoping that maybe there's some other reason. I don't know. This is hysterical. Caitlin says, thank you for taking this question. Please feel free to edit it for brevity. We are potty training at the moment and I'm very tired. So my grammar may not be the best. (laughs) Can you walk us through the pros and cons of using a Roth IRA for college savings? We've got two toddler preschool children and we've got 529 plans for each of them. We are looking to possibly open a Roth IRA in their names as an additional college savings vehicle for them. How do you do that? Do they have earned income? Are you are your toddlers working? Because without them working, you can't. <laughs> well, we have them. This is like, well, we have them toiling. They're counting Cheerios. So you can't make a contribution unless they're earning a salary. They also have retirement accounts for themselves. Exactly. Mark says, worst case scenario is you pay the fee or the penalty for not using the 529 plan. I think you're overthinking this. Use the 529 plan, keep putting money into your retirement account, and that's it. Keep your potty training. Keep going. Uh, all right, gang. Uh, tomorrow, what's who's on the interview this weekend, Mark? Oh my God, this weekend we have the best interview. This could be this might end up being my favorite interview of 2021, and I know we've got a long way to go, but it's gonna be a good one. 
It is my girl. It is Peloton extraordinary instructor, Christine Dearcall. <gasps> so good. Okay. As always, remember, we are here for you. Send us your financial questions. Ask Jill at jillonmoney.com. Don't forget to wash your hands, to wear your masks, maintain your physical distancing, and do something nice for someone else today. We'll talk to you tomorrow. <laughs>